Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You know what? When it comes to movie trivia, the internet is seriously just a with the stuff. Well, most of it is useless and interesting to very few people, save for the most dedicated of movie nerds, but you know what? We are such nerds. Because sometimes an instance of movie trivia will just come along with the power to stop you in your very tracks. Movie trivia that is so damn good that you cannot go on with your day unless you've sent an email to everyone you know or made a point of standing up at work and shouting it across the office. But if you do decide to do this, then don't hold me responsible, alright, if you get in trouble. So let's celebrate the awesomeness of movie trivia in all of its glory. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 insane movie facts that will blow your mind. Number 10. Sigourney Weaver made the impossible basket shot for real, Alien Resurrection. Now, Alien Resurrection is considered to be a somewhat naff entry in the Alien canon, and that is definitely saying something, and you know what, that's partly because it's an alien film with a basketball scene in. What is a basketball scene even doing in a movie like this, right? I mean, it's alien! All joking aside, there is actually sort of a reason why this moment exists, and it's to showcase how badass the new Ripley is, and sees her attempting to make an extremely tricky shot from past centre court without looking. Now, Sigourney Weaver wasn't ever supposed to pull this off, nor was she ever even expected to. It was always the intention of the director to use CGI to achieve the effect, but that's not what happened. Declaring something along the lines of CGI is for wimps, Weaver actually did it for real within a couple of takes. I mean, just look at Ron Perlman's face when she makes the impossible shot. He genuinely can't believe just how freaking cool she is. And frankly, Neither can we. Number 9. Arnold Schwarzenegger was paid approximately $21,429 for every word he said. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Now, Terminator 2 Judgment Day would likely be most people's choice for the best Terminator movie ever, because that's exactly what it is. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, who plays the titular character, likely remembers it as such too, though maybe not necessarily for the reasons you might expect. You see, the actor was paid a whopping $15 million to star, and only utter 700 words throughout the entire movie, which translates to around $21,429 per word. I mean, Jesus Christ, right? Of course, Arnie does much more than say words over the course of this sci-fi classic, but I'm not sure that you can really catch him doing much acting here. That's to say that this was a massively preposterous venture for the action hero. Uttering the iconic line, come with me if you want to live, bagged him $171,000 alone. And for a man who literally gets paid in peanuts, for every 1,000 words he speaks, and that's how I sustain myself, I do find this somewhat insulting. Number 8. Hitchcock's classic was the first American movie
movie to show a flushing toilet, Psycho. When Psycho was released in 1960, it came to shock the world in every sense. Though all the murder and Freudian subtext was enough to stun audiences worldwide, the movie was also controversial for other, stranger reasons. A flushing toilet, because you see, a flushing toilet had never been put in an American movie, and Psycho set out to correct this. Toilets are, by association, absolutely bloody disgusting, and God forbid that anyone ever put one in a movie, right? Which means that there was probably somebody in the audience watching this movie at the time thinking, oh man, a flushing toilet? The implications? Well, they're horrific right now. According to movie lore, Psycho's screenwriter was so adamant to get a flushing toilet into the horror classic that he purposely wrote the scene that was based around such a thing occurring. When Marion Crane wishes to dispose of some torn up pieces of paper, she uses the toilet. Nowadays, with everything that we've seen, it seems completely tame, right? But back then, this was pretty controversial. Number seven, Michael Myers's mask was just a Captain Kirk mask painted white. Halloween. Halloween is considered to be a defining work of the horror genre. Aside from its brilliant construction, eerie musical score, and iconic opening sequence, it's Michael Myers and his spooky, spooky mask that makes the movie what it is, and that is utterly terrifying. So how did they come up with the mask? I mean, surely it took a ton of time and heaps of effort to craft something so iconic, right? Well, not really, because believe it or not, Myers' is, 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 is mask is actually just a Star Trek Captain Kirk mask painted white. Yeah, that's it. Tommy Lee Wallace, Halloween's production designer, had an incredibly small budget to work with, so he went and picked up the mask for $1.98. So the reason that Halloween is probably so scary, well, it's probably because the spirit of William Shatner pursuing Jamie Lee Curtis around a house is actually a pretty terrifying sentence. Number six, Alfred Hitchcock refused to ever meet with Steven Spielberg because he felt like a, air quotes, whore. Alfred Hitchcock was one of Steven Spielberg's greatest idols, so much so in fact that you can feel a clear Hitchcockian presence running through the entirety of his movie catalogue, but most notably his 1975 masterpiece Jaws. After the success of the movie, Spielberg decided that he finally might be able to meet with his hero and spent days lingering around the set of Hitch's latest movie, Family Plot. And what happened? Well, Hitchcock asked that the lingering man be removed. When Hitch was told it was Steven Spielberg and that he just wanted to spend five minutes minutes in the master's company, Hitchcock said that he knew who he was, and that's exactly why he didn't want to meet him. And why is that? Well, I'll tell you, Simon Miller, because Hitch felt like a, and this is his words, whore, having agreed to provide a voiceover for the Jaws ride, for which he was paid $1 million. I can't sit down and talk to the boy who did the fish movie, he said. I couldn't even touch his hand. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ouch. Number five, there's a potato and a shoe in the asteroid field. Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back. Being a production designer on any movie gives you a unique window of opportunity afforded to very few, and that's to say that you're one of the people who might attempt to sneak things into a movie that only you and your fellow co-workers even know about. And that is precisely what happened during the making of Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, where the guys working on the asteroid field sequence decided to include, and I can't believe this, a potato and a shoe. Seriously, it is extremely difficult to see properly, but you do catch a glimpse of both objects soaring past the Millennium Falcon as it tries to avoid a flurry of asteroids. George Lucas himself didn't even know about these hilarious inclusions until years after the movie's release, where people came out and told him. It's hard to imagine how he felt about this, right? Because, I mean, he goes back and obviously re-edited his movies so many times. Do you reckon he was just like, you're telling me I've got to go one more trip around the sun to take out a potato and a shoe? Just leave it in. Just leave it in. Number four, 530 32 cars were destroyed over the course of production. Transformers Dark of the Moon We all know just how much Michael Bay likes to use his movies as a form of explosion therapy, but even for Bay, destroying 532 individual vehicles during the making of his third Transformers movie does seem somewhat excessive. How, and more importantly why, did he achieve something like this and who put up all those cars? The budget, you're probably thinking, must have been huge and you know what, you'd be completely right in saying that, but none of that money went on the explosion-bound cars, as they were all given to Bay and his team by the movie's insurance company for free. Every single vehicle was flood-damaged and therefore was considered to be utterly worthless. Much like the movie that resulted from all of this. Oh, take that, Bay. But you're quaking in your boots, you weirdo. Number three. The first time Michael Caine saw Heath Ledger as the Joker, he forgot his lines. The Dark Knight. Most people will agree that the best thing about The Dark Knight was Heath Ledger. And this is actually rather strange considering that the part seemed completely wrong for him the first time that we all heard that he was going to be cast in the role. His subsequent transformation into Batman's most famous nemesis was a genuinely remarkable feat. And that's exactly what Michael Caine would likely tell you as well, going on the basis that he forgot to say every one of his lines the first time that he ever saw Heath Ledger working his iconic Joker magic. And the scene in question? Well, it was one towards the beginning of the movie, where the the villain crashes a Harvey Dent fundraising gig organized by Juicy Bruce Wayne. The way that Kane tells the story, this was the first time that he'd ever seen Ledger in character, and it frightened him so much that he just went blank whilst the scene continued on. Nolan didn't see a point in redoing the scene and the lines were cut as a result because, let's be fair, Alfred probably would have reacted in exactly the same way that Kane did in real life. I mean, look at the guy. Number two, Jim Caviezel was struck by lightning during the Sermon on the Mount scene, The Passion of the Christ. Perhaps if this slice of movie trivia had occurred on another movie, it wouldn't have actually made this list. But all things considered, and given the subject matter of Mel Gibson's controversial picture, the fact that the man playing Jesus was struck by lightning during production is just too bizarre not to bring up. Even if you're not religiously inclined, you've got to admit that's pretty spooky, right? This is made even more so when you realize that the scene being filmed at the time took place 
place on a mountain top whilst Jesus is giving the famous Sermon on the Mount. Of course, you're more likely to get struck by lightning if you're standing on a mountain top, but you can't argue with the trivia value of this insane fact. Strange coincidence, or was it God simply hating on Mel Gibson's movie? Well, if it's the latter, it seems like his aim was a little off if so. And number one, Qui-Gon Jinn's communication device is just a sensor Excel razor for women. Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace One of the great things about Star Wars is the sheer attention to detail apparent in every single frame. The production designers and all six movies obviously took pride in their work and indeed it bloody shows. I mean, the weapons, the costumes, the gadgets, all of them feel real and intricately produced. Well, at least that's what you might have thought until you realise that some of the props are just, well, just everyday normal objects that have been spray-painted black. In this case, we're talking about Qui-Gon Jinn's little communication device, which is actually just a redecorated Gillette Sensor XL Razor for women. I know that's sounds like an advert for it, but it's not meant to be, it's just the name of the product. Fine as it looks within the movie, how the heck did this even occur? Did a concept designer forget that they were supposed to be conjuring up Qui-Gon's comm device and just ask for a bit of advice? Stranger still, the little thing was put into shops that you could buy it for your children at a whopping $30. If only our parents had known about the cheaper alternative, eh? Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.